What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. The Chicago Bulls get a much-needed win, even though it's only the second game of the season against the Toronto Raptors, a fun win in overtime. We're going to talk a little bit about that game. We're also going to talk about Zach Levine and what's going on with Zach. He reportedly is having back spasms. We're also going to talk about the Bulls and James Harden rumors and preview today's game against the Detroit Pistons. All that plus the mailbag right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm the host here, Hayes, but more importantly than that, you guys can follow the channel at Bulls Central Pod on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. And so first up, even though we had a post-game show yesterday, I'm just going to briefly touch on the Bulls' win over the Raptors yesterday, and I'm just going to be 100% honest in this. It was an ugly game. It was a bad game played by the Chicago Bulls. While they flashed some very solid first-half defense, which I really was thinking in that game that if the Bulls were going to be able to lock in this game, it was going to be because of the brand of defense that they played in the first half of that game. Both teams shooting poorly. The Toronto Raptors doing up turning around, shooting a much better game than the Bulls, but they still shot bad too overall, right? It was not a game where either team really played particularly well. And so, you know, I'm glad that the Bulls were able to get out the win in that. I'm always going to be happy when the team can pull out a win, but playing that type of way, it's not going to be a whole hell of a lot of games you're going to be able to get a win in if you play in that manner. So the Bulls need to absolutely tighten it up. We have to shoot uh, the ball much better. Zach Levine's definitely, you know, hurt. You could you could feel that. Uh, but in the game yesterday, 37% overall from the field and 20% from three-point range. That's not going to get it done. Now, like I said, the Bulls were saved in this game, not just by their just because of their defense, but also the fact that the Toronto Raptors only shot 46% from the field overall themselves. So listen, there, there's enough in that. But the Bulls won points off turnovers, getting 23 to 16 as far as points off turnovers versus the Toronto Raptors. And we won off second chance points, 24 second chance points by the Chicago Bulls, while the Toronto Raptors only had 10 points. Those are signs of positivity because if the Bulls can get those, right, get the second chance points, get points off turnovers on top of a, a better ability to shoot the ball well, then you're starting to look at a team that can turn it around <clears throat> and win win more games outright, right? So the Bulls move to one and one and one on the season. We play against the Detroit Pistons tonight. Um, but we got some things that we definitely need to look. Execution is still a thing from the Chicago Bulls. And you guys know here, right? I'm all for the team winning. I am happy the team pulled out that game. But I'm not going to act like just because of a win, it eliminates the concerns in this game. It was a bad game played by the Bulls. Bad game. Bad coaching again. Billy Donovan, um, lack of really adjusting to what the Toronto Raptors are trying to do defensively. Uh, again, uh, you know, taking out players when they had the hot hand. I do like some of his rotations. I will say that. The Triple C lineup definitely worked. Um, and having those players out there, those things are definitely positives. Torrey Craig was definitely a big p- positive for the Chicago Bulls as well. Um, you know, but he pulled Patrick Williams once Patrick did start playing a little bit better, right? Only playing three, a little over three minutes in the second half to Patrick Williams in the game. But listen, the Bulls shooting, you would like to think that at some point, the Bulls are going to shoot the ball better from the field. And if they do that and keep up the brand of defense with the offensive rebounds that they've been getting and the second chance points and the points off turnovers, 
that's going to be a fun game to see when this team can pull it all together right now. Right now, the Bulls have played two extremely ugly basketball games. I just want to be clear in that. They've been very ugly basketball games, hideous basketball games, right? You cannot take away from that. The basketball games that the Chicago Bulls have played has been ugly. But we got to win. We're one and one on the season. We definitely got some things we need to improve on. Uh, Nikola Vucevic and Zach Levine really not playing overall well in this game. DeMar DeRozan playing well down the stretch, 33 points off 22 shots. Not extremely bad at this at all. Alice Caruso leads the team in, in, in uh, plus bo- uh, uh, plus minus, box plus minus in this game. Ayo Sumu second him in that game. Ayo only playing 11 minutes basically in this game as well. Torrey Craig having an effective 23 minutes that he played. You know, a lot of people are going to say he's probably going to move into the starting lineup. Seven and five is what he uh, got in that game. I think a couple assists in that as well, if I'm not mistaking. Uh, no, a, a couple of steals, no assists from him. So, you know, overall, the Bulls still got the same things that they needed to improve on. I'm glad that they were able to show heart down the stretch of this game, especially a game where it looked like they were out of it, right? I'm glad that they were able to play well enough, show heart, fight, get the win. But this was an ugly win for the Chicago Bulls. And let's hope, you know, against the Detroit Pistons, now, now they can build some confidence. Let's start building off some things. we got to start executing much better as well. And, of course, the Zach Levine piece of it. You know, Zach Levine having uh, back spasms, he's listed as probable for today's game. I actually hope that the Chicago Bulls sit him. It's the second of a back-to-back. We have one day off Sunday, and then we face the Pacers on Monday. So I hope they get him a little rest. I think we should still have enough to to compete with the Pistons. Again, not anything that I'm just going to say the Bulls are going to come in and blow out the Pistons, not with how they've been playing. But I do think we probably should still have enough especially with some of the play of like Io and things like that, his minutes increasing. But, you know, we end up seeing. I'm glad the Bulls pulled out the win, but it was an ugly. Now, with that said, also yesterday came out late as the Bulls are listed as the favorites to land uh, James Harden if he's moved and it's not the Clippers. And here's what I'll say in that. There's no way in hell the Chicago Bulls are going to trade for James Harden. Let me be clear in saying this, and if it comes back, you guys can pull this clip and play it, and I'll admit that I was wrong. But there's no way. AK, Arturis Karnasova does not trade for or sign players with character concerns. He doesn't. And while you can talk yourself into the stats that Harden puts up, James Harden is an absolute cancer to every team that he's been on. He's a prima donna at this point in his career. Yes, he puts up big numbers in the regular season, but when it comes down to it, listen, I'm, I'm not, I don't want James Harden on this team, and I definitely don't want it when he has one year left on his deal and then he's going to hit free agency on top of all that, even if you do want to talk yourself into the player that James Harden is and how he can help this team. Keep James Harden off my squad. That's it. I, I, I don't believe it. I think this is another one of those things where you try to drum up interest. Even, the, you know, the, the rumor that was said is like DeMar DeRozan for James, Howard, um, James Harden. That doesn't even work per the salary cap. So that's not going to happen on top of anything else, right? So, you know, there's, there's a lot of, of barriers. Are the Bulls going to trade Zach Levine for James Harden? No. they Like, we heard the trade value that the Bull, this Bulls front office once for, for Zach Levine, James Harden does not mix that at all. James Harden is not going to be a Chicago Bull. I hate that I even have to spend time on this show uh, debunking that because I feel like most people should know and understand if you follow this team why James Harden isn't going to work for this team. No, James Harden is not going to be a Chicago Bull. Don't believe every rumor that you write, that you uh, that you read, because, listen, a lot of these writers are looking for storylines, and considering how the Bulls season started, considering that it came out around the same time as hearing that the Bulls are far off on a deal with, with uh, DeMar DeRozan. That's really what comes into this. The Bulls aren't trading for James Harden. I guarantee it. But again, like I said, hold this, clip it, uh, whatever you need to do. We'll come back and revisit it. The Bulls aren't going to trade for James Harden. But all right, with that said, let's get into the last topic today before we get into the mailbag. Then, of course, we've got a preview to the game today. The Bulls face the Detroit Pistons today. And regardless if Zach Levine plays or does not play, 
a lot of the things stay the same. The Chicago Bulls have to shoot and execute the offense better. A lot of the same things that we said um, in, in, uh, in the keys to yesterday's game, they have to do that. The Detroit Pistons are 1-1 one one on the season, right? So they come in with the same exact records that the Chicago Bulls uh, had. They also won last night. They also uh, lost their opening game. <clears throat> and this is a team that, listen, they have young players on this team, and that is when the Bulls have been most susceptible. It's a young scrappy teams that are that can go pretty deep. Kay Cunningham averaging 21 points per game so far in this season. Jalen Duran's averaging 15 and a half rebounds per game. Kay Cunningham also leading the team in assists at 7.5. Uh, Killian Hayes is getting two steals per game, and Jalen Duran's getting three blocks per game. This is a team that is young, scrappy, and has players that are young, athletic, and can, and can make fits for a lot of the players on the Bulls roster. And so the Bulls got to come in this game, and again, execution must be the key. You have to execute your game plan well, you have to shoot the ball effectively and efficiently. So when you look at K- Killing Hayes, Cade Cunningham, uh, Thompson, uh, uh, Isaiah Stewart, Jalen Duran, that's been their starting five. And then they're still bringing off um, Alex Burks, Jaden Ivey, Joe Harris, and Marvin, uh, uh, Marvin Bagley coming off the bench. So listen, this is a team that can line up well with the Chicago Bulls. Now, who's to say that the Bulls are going to actually, <clears throat> you know, like I said, regardless if they start Zach Levine or not, our bench should be able to really help set the tone yet again. And if a change is made to the starting lineup and having Torrey Craig out there, which is something that could be on the horizon, we also have to look at that as well. The Chicago Bulls got things that they need to tighten up. And this is a good game, a measuring stick game within your uh, division that the Bulls can really look to see how they measure up against a young team that has some aspirations to improve this year. They got their coach, right? Not to say that they necessarily are looking for a playoff push or anything like that, but this is not a team that's looking to slouch. They aren't necessarily tanking. They are trying to compete. You got players on this team that are trying to, you know, prove that they still um, got it in this league. And so how the Bulls contain Cade Cunningham is going to be important. And Killian Hayes as well. You cannot allow him to be a nightmare on you defensively. So the Bulls have to lock in. The brand of defense, like I said, in the first half of both games that they played so far has been solid. They're going to need that brand of defense for all four quarters if they can keep them off the boards as well. Jalen Duren is not going to make it an easy night for Drummond or Nikola Vucevic as far as rebounding the ball. And as far as players getting to the rim, Jalen Duren, especially with that wingspan and what he's already averaging at blocks per game, can definitely deter a player like DeMar DeRozan. This is going to be a game where if we can make our threes effectively and efficiently, it's going to help bust up that Detroit Pistons defense. And so the Bulls got to be locked in in those areas. And if they're not, it could be another long night in which we're getting frustrated as Bulls fans. But let's hope that this team steps up and shows what we need to show uh, and what we, we've seen in flashes and in spurts with this team. We know what this team can be at times. Let's hope that we see that and get that from this team. But all right, nothing meets yapping for today, at least for now. It's Saturday, so you know what that means. It's mailbag day. We're going to go ahead and play the first mailbag. This one's from Big O. What's going on? Hey, it's Big O, man. Word, man. Uh, calling in. Uh, that's something that... Uh... I paid attention to this week. Uh, I want to say this. If, like, for the fans, uh, if, if you're in the camp, uh, you know, that you want DeMar DeRozan gone, I think it's a it's a better chance than people think that he could be gone. But I also want to say that if you are in that camp, um, if you are in that camp, then you need to be hoping and praying on the Lakers' downfall because I think the best return the Bulls will probably be able to get is going to be a Los Angeles Lakers pack. Uh, after watching them a couple times this week, I'm, I believe DeMar probably is exactly what they need. And looking at the pieces that some guys have, Jeff Vanderbilt, uh, uh, Rui Hachimura, I don't think he'll probably be in the deal, but you know, I'm going to name him anyway. D'Angelo Russell, we know that they signed Gabe Benson. 
They also have uh, they have a couple other pieces over there that won't get a lot of time over there. And, you know, guys that are fairly still young, that I believe that they can put the best package together for DeMar DeRozan. When you're looking at a Los Angeles Lakers team, this is a team that's struggling to score the ball because Anthony Davis can barely get you 20 points for whatever reason. So I'm looking at DeMar DeRozan, and I'm saying, hey, this guy, this guy can get 20 points in this week if you let him beat DeMar DeRozan. This team, the Chicago Bulls, can't allow DeMar DeRozan to beat DeMar DeRozan for the reasons that we know. We know that we want, we want the offense to pop around to get other guys involved. But the Los Angeles Lakers, that's a whole different team. You know, they're, they're top-heavy. So if you, if you let DeMar DeRozan go over there with Anthony Davis and LeBron James with the shooters that they have, it's a perfect fit. And, and if you're the Bulls, if you can get a Jared Vanderbilt, if you can get a D'Angelo Russell, you know what I mean? That's a fair package for a 34-year-old DeMar DeRozan, in my opinion. And the contract can easily match up. The money will work. So, you know, an L.A. kid, a guy that want to play for his hometown, been rumors. I don't think it's just a hard deal to get done if both organizations feel like they need to make a move. You know what I mean? So if you're in the camp of going to Monterey and going, then pray on the Los Angeles Lakers downfall because as long as they're struggling to win games, they're going to look for changes as well. But they're going to look for changes to make them better, not worse. The Bulls case, they just want to open things up and, uh, you know, allow these young guys to grow and if they continue to struggle as well. So, um, um, I don't think that I want anything that the Lakers will probably be willing to give up. I know you mentioned a lot of players like Jared Vanderbilt is a player that I would absolutely love on this Chicago Bulls team. But I look at the deal that they gave him and I think that they realize that this is um, a player that they want around. And I think the Lakers are more so as we're starting to see are gearing more towards life without LeBron. Now, if they were standing on going that, I do think that they would trade for DeMar, but I don't think they're going to move a Jared Vanderbilt. Now, maybe D'Angelo Russell, who we know that they're he's starting for them, but we know that they would be willing to part with him depending on what they get back. But I don't think that this Los Angeles Lakers team is necessarily looking to get older. And I get what you're saying. I mean, a lot of the things you said make sense as far as on paper. But when you look at Austin Reeves, Jared Vanderbilt, Anthony Davis, I think that this is a team that is really trying to to prepare for what what it's going to look like once uh, LeBron does leave, if he does go play with his son or whatever else it is. So I think that they're trying to prepare for that, if I had to guess. Um, so I don't necessarily know if they would be interested in DeMar. Could they offer a package back? Yeah, they could. But I think ultimately when it comes down to it, if the Chicago Bulls do move DeMar to Rosen, yes, they're going to be looking for young players or picks, right? Something like that, maybe as soon as this year's draft. Um, and I do think that the Lakers and the Clippers are, are teams that absolutely are probably going to be calling. I just don't know if the Lakers, as you said, can offer the best package. They can't offer one. Now, if they offer a package back, um, something with D'Angelo Russell, not really interested in that, right? Um, again, I don't think he's on a long-term deal either. Uh, Jared Vanderbilt would absolutely, if they really do call and offer a deal for uh, Jared Vanderbilt, then yes, I would love uh, that deal for the Chicago Bulls. Um, but I don't think, I don't think that they'll be willing to do that. I just don't. Um, so, you know, we'll see um, what, what ends up happening there. But I, I, again, and also with the, with the trading DeMar thing, um, I just don't, uh, I don't like, listen, don't get me wrong. I'm sure Shams did hear that. And he has heard that the team is far apart on, on deals. Do not make any mistake on that. But when you look at it really with the loss, experience the thrill of March madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March madness with my bookie enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. 
Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. D'Angelo Russell's contract doesn't get you there. It just doesn't. It's $17 million, they would have to add in another $6 million, right? So if you look at a player, the next player on the roster that can get you kind of close, Jared Vanderbilt right now is making 4.6, so I guess maybe if they offer a deal of Jared Vanderbilt and D'Angelo Russell, maybe you take that, not for D'Angelo Russell, but Jared Vanderbilt is definitely a wing that can help you. Um, so, I mean, listen, maybe they can offer a package. It, it, it ends up seeing, I just, I don't know if where the Lakers are necessarily going if this doesn't work. I don't know if they're going to be trying to get older, if that makes sense. But, hey, I guess we'll see. Very insightful uh, voicemail, though, Big O. Let's get into this next one. This one's from Q. Hey, hey, it's me, Q. Uh, I know it's this is late, but I was watching the live stream and uh I just I just thought of something like I don't know, like maybe it's like the, maybe this is obvious, maybe people I've already said this, but like I, I don't understand even like even from the jump ever since we've got got we drafted Kobe, I don't understand why they've tried to make him a point guard. Like, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but it just seems like, because I, I think, like, when he was in Car- he was at South or North Carolina or whatever, North Carolina, I think he was a shooting guard, or was he a point I'm not, I'm not sure, but it just seems like he plays more like a shooting guard, and I just, like, I, I mean, seeing, being there opening night, watching him take the ball up, it's, it's just the indecisiveness is, is still there. You know, like it just seems like he, when he's taking the ball up, he's just, he's just improvising it and he's not really being like a floor general, you know, trying to get guys in the right spot, trying to find guys in the right spot. Like it just seems like he's just, it just seems like it's like, like he's like playing the point guard, like it's, like it's. Like it's rec league or something like that. Like it just seems like he's not being decisive when he's trying to play me. You know, that's just what it seems is going on to me. And like you said in the live stream, I will agree. I, I think Tory Craig needs to be in the starting lineup. P. Will is not cutting it. You know, uh, I just at this point I, I've lost a lot of my patience with him. Uh, like I just. I just don't get it. Like he's like six and nine. He's really strong, and he plays like I don't know. It's like he walks on the court like there's a bunch of like glass around him or something. Like like he can't like push and be more aggressive. Like he's like he just runs. Kobe White. Here's the thing that I'll say. Right, I, I get what you're describing as far as like a a true half court point guard, but that's just not how the Bulls run it. And I've said this before, even on the live stream. 
The Chicago Bulls haven't, even with Lonzo Ball, didn't run a traditional offense where your point guard is doing a lot of the half-court uh, setup. Like, there's not a lot of point guards, that, there's not a lot of teams that run it, especially as we're moving more towards spreading the ball out, uh, the four-out systems, uh, moving the ball around, bigs that can also pass. So, yeah, I get what you're saying on that as far as, like, Kobe maybe, uh, and you saying he's more of a shooting guard per se, but again, he can play point guard. It just, you have, the way that you have to run that system at that point definitely does change. And I think Kobe's even growing as a decision maker. We saw it last night. Now, this voicemail was left before last night's game, but you saw it last night. Kobe White was decisive in getting Vooch involved in the game at times, right? Decisive in how he moved the ball. So expect him to grow into that. Like, Kobe White can play point guard. Is he a true, traditional point guard that's going to do a lot? Of, no, he's not that. But that doesn't mean that he still can't be effective at the point guard position. It's just you have to change how you run your offense at that point in time. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, very insightful. You're, you're on point with a lot of the things that you made. I just think that, you know, a lot of times we look more towards what traditionally a point guard is and that every team doesn't run that. Some do, and some point guards still are that. I think we're slowly starting to see less and less of that as well. You just have to be effective in then moving the ball around. And with the Chicago Bulls not having off-ball movement, that that becomes a problem. I think if we were a team that everybody kind of moved more fluid without the ball, a lot of those, like you said, in, in, in indecisiveness from Kobe really wouldn't be a thing. But players aren't moving. It's hard to make decisive passes when players are stationary and not moving. So we got we to get back to creating that, that space and those lanes by moving without the ball, in my opinion. But all right, let's get into the next voicemail. This one's from Jamal. What's up, Hayes? It's the boy Jamal back again with another voicemail two times in one week. Damn, I'm on the road. Uh, yeah, man. What a game, what a game, what a game. What a mighty good game. Always a good game when the Bulls get the W um, against Toronto, uh, no less, who has given us trouble in the past. Um, bang on front. We started off that game like pure ass. I'm like, here we go again. Then we go on our one and we, we, we start dominating. I'm like, okay, this is what I'm talking about. And in the third quarter, when Toronto made they one, and they came back and had the lead up to about, I want to say, 16, 17 points. I'm like, all right, here we go. The boys about to look like they get they get punched in the mouth, and they about to go ahead and fold, but they did not. Funny thing is, me and my lady was watching the game together. Like, she came in at the end of it. Of course, she's not much of a basketball fan. So I'm watching the game, and we're talking. And it's about the last two minutes we're down by, I want to say it was like eight or ten points or whatever. And she's looking at the score, and she's like, oh, it's over. The Bulls is over. And all I kept telling her was like, see, hard. if you watch this game long enough, you see some amazing things. I thought I was like, look, I've seen a man in Reggie Miller get eight points in nine seconds. I've seen a man in, in Tracy McGrady go for 13 points in 35 seconds. It ain't over till it's over. And we started climbing back up, hitting those plays, <laughs> making fouls and stuff, getting fouls and stuff like that. And end up going into overtime, and then when we won, oh, when I told you I talked so much cash fit to her, she's like, y'all were down by 20, and the flow happened. I was like, it don't matter to see how we won. <laughs> Who won the game? Ah, <laughs> uh, man, good game. Um, I'm glad Zach looked like he's injured with that back. Yeah, you might, we might need to send him a game or two, let him get that rust stuff and everything, because he ain't looking right. Um, I will say this about P. Will, man, hey, it is what it is, homie. Maybe if you come off the bench, you can make an impact coming off the bench. Give us a start of 15 minutes coming off the bench, that'd be cold. But, you know, unless you start developing your game, and it looks like, I'm not going to put it, it looks like there's times when he's trying to be aggressive, but it's kind of almost as if he's forcing it a bit and everything like that because he took, like, four shots, and I'm like, dog, you, you're forcing this. And I'm not mad at you because we want you to be aggressive, but it's the difference between being aggressive and forcing it, and that's what he's looking like. Other than that, everybody played about as well as they could to get the W. It is what it is. Hopefully, this can be a stepping stone and not just a one-off. 
But we'll see what we do tomorrow. Like you said, I think we got Detroit tomorrow, so we'll see what happens then. But anyway, beware, go Bulls, and peace. Shout out to Jamal for leaving two voicemails, but I was right there with you, bro. Um, I'm glad that the Bulls got the win. It wasn't a pretty win at, at any stretch of the imagination. It wasn't even a decisive win. But I'm glad they got the win. And you have to win games like this in the NBA. I know a lot of Bulls fans are going to say, well, I, it, it doesn't turn me around on how they barely won. They gave up a 20-point lead. Well, so did the Toronto Raptors. Both teams gave, gave up 20-point leads. So, I mean, at the end of the day, the Bulls pulled it out, and I'm glad that they pulled it out. I'm glad with the grit and determination they showed to pull out this game. But it's still a lot that with this team that they need to improve on. I'm glad we got the win. Let's see how we go forth. Let's see if we can build on top of it. And I'm glad that, uh, unlike in the last game, in the first game of the season, where they didn't necessarily show heart, I'm glad that they showed enough heart and enough grit and determination to get back into and win this game. So that that they definitely get points on that one for me. All right, let's get into the next one. This one's from Auntie. Now, true. Hey, you know, Auntie going to the conference. Hey, check this out. I don't know what the fuck they was practicing. I don't know what the fuck they was talking about in all season because all season showed, showed me a whole different. You did what the fuck I'm seeing these first two games at home in the Chicago Bulls. Look, check this out. I don't know what the fuck they got going on, what the fuck they talking about in that locker room, in a huddle, or at practice, but they going to have to come out better than this. This shit is not acceptable. This shit is embarrassing. I understand y'all won the game. No, I don't give a fuck about none of that. Bro, bro. Y'all, this is like last year, boy. That's why I call y'all the Chicago bullshit. This shit don't make sense. When y'all gonna get together and realize, bro, we gotta do better than this. We gotta come stronger than this. I don't know. Uh, man, look, I just don't know. But one thing I do know, if y'all play like this, we got a long season ahead of y'all, ahead of ourselves. And at the end of the day, this whole motherfucking team got potential. The first year and the second year, hell, maybe Billy can go to the third year. I don't know. I don't know what Billy Gunn chewing there's got going on, facing the flow, keep chewing guns. I don't know if he know trying to do his, his pit man rotation right, but I, I didn't like it this game. I didn't like it the last game. This I just don't know. But this shit right here, if we finna continue playing like this, oh, man. Y'all need a prayer, prayer, prayer. So we got a zone here, a long season here. Of us that we finna come out playing like we the Chicago bullshit. When everybody know y'all got motherfucking potential. Man, y'all better get y'all here on that court. Y'all better get y'all here in the game. Stop acting like y'all lost. Acting like y'all don't know what the fuck going on in this court. Like y'all don't know where the fuck y'all can be. So what the fuck Bro, closing out games like this ain't go get it. It's, it's, it's not acceptable. No, I'm not accepting this. Nice win, but I'm not. No. That was, this, this is bullshit. I don't know. It's the only two games, so we, I, I just don't know we got any games left. We gonna see though, nephew, right? We gonna see. I don't wanna say too much, cause I'm drinking my oil off my yidig and smoking this out, but hey, Chicago Bulls, we gotta do better than this. We gotta do better than this. We could not, no, we just can't. <laughs> we just could not. Y'all, we just can't. Alright, hey, I'm gonna get back to what I'm doing, but we just cannot. We just, Bro, no, we just could not play like this. We cannot. If we do, I don't know. We got a long season ahead of us, baby. Baby, some heads going to have to go when December and January again. When that trade deadline get here, somebody going to have to go. I don't give a fuck if it's the coach. Listen, I don't like uh, it's auntie. She's going off. Um, listen, the Bulls aren't looking great, and Billy Donovan is a sticking point. His coaching is absolutely something that sticks out as a negative for this team at this point in the season. You cannot take away from that. It definitely sticks out. It's been ugly, and so. Hopefully we see start start seeing improvements in how the execution on the offensive side of the ball goes. I also think Zach Levine being hurt and being hobbled, and you can see that it's it's uncomfortable for him. He's not able to be himself. 
Hopefully that starts fixing. This is why I say Zach needs to sit. Zach's never been a player that has really performed well why he isn't 100%, right, or at least 90%. So um, and the back thing, back spasms are, I know that if we, like, put people come back from it early, but that can be a serious thing as far as, like, pain-wise. So depending on his playing threshold level, I would love to see Zach just go ahead and sit today, um, uh, win or lose, because, listen, I'd much rather have him against the Indiana Pacers as we have two interdivision games back-to-back um, than against the Detroit Pistons, because, like I said, I think we have enough. But, hey, I agree with your frustrations, Auntie. This is a frustrating team. They have been the Chicago bullshitters, as you say, so far in most part of the minutes that they've played. I'm glad they pulled out a win, but we still got tons of things that we need to improve on, and let's hope that we see that from this team. All right, let's get into the last voicemail. This one's from Shay. What's up, Hey, This is Shay. You know, a lot of people have been talking about, oh, Dalen Terry's not ready this, Dalen Terry's not ready that, oh, how he's not this and that. Let me put something in the newest flash for everybody. You got to understand something. Dalen Terry was a raw prospect coming out of coming out of college. All right, so he really doesn't have a defining game. Another instance, Dalen Terry didn't really get much rep in his first season, and and you know what they say: you can practice and practice and practice all you want, but unless you're actually in the actual game, you really don't understand what it's like. And then too, he's still trying to find. This way, so I'm not saying give up on them, this and that, but uh, everybody's talking. Let's just look at those facts before we start shitting on Dale Terry and, and saying like what he hasn't developed on. Because really, if he was really getting time this year, this would consistently be his rookie season. And then when you don't have a defining game, not much time, not much playing time, kind of does hurt you a little bit. Anyway, tell me what you think. Peace. Dalen Terry, listen, I, I get what you're saying. And this is why I always say, like, stop writing players off too early. Dalen Terry's less than two years. Like, he's a season and, and partial in to his NBA career, and we knew that he was raw. I don't know what, like, I'm, I'm sure that, you know, people and seeing the excitement, the energy, hearing about the defense, maybe thought that he was going to be ready to go sooner than what he was. Dalen Terry was always a project draft piece. Now, once that does not mean that the Bulls could not have gone elsewhere in the draft or maybe shouldn't have. Dalen Terry, once they drafted him, it, that's why you see not just Dalen, but that's why you see the, the player development staff, things like that, because, listen, they went with high upside potentially, and right now we haven't seen it. And so it's going to come to Dalen to really own his own development, to work with the coaching staff, to really dig in and deep, uh, let the game slow down on him, right? It's not over for Dalen Terry, but the signs that, of concern that a lot of Bulls fans have with Dalen are also legit. So it, it really just comes down to, you know, you can't see it right now. We live in a microwave society. Everybody wants things now, and especially in sports when your team has been a rough go and you're looking at the future and your young pieces are all a lot of question marks right now. So, you know, we got to end up seeing what that's going to be. Hopefully, Dalen Terry is able to, to maximize on his potential. Maybe, hopefully in a year, we're not even talking about this. We're talking about Dalen Terry being a, a defensive presence for the Chicago Bulls, being an energy guy for the Chicago Bulls, and really kind of bringing that methodology that we want to see and level of play that we want to see from. Let's hope. But that's my time for today, guys. Make sure you guys are following the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related, thanks to you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See you right if you can. It's game day. So I'll see you guys live later tonight. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media.
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today.